This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I should have said embellished pockets. Can we all agree on that? Yes, we can agree on that. Nobody tells you to avoid embellished (laughs) pockets. Yes. Stay away. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, doing everything entertainment at My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. Hey, you guys, Colleen will be back soon. So she had to take a few days off because of a family issue, but she's totally fine. Yep. She's great. Um, and, you know, for those who have contacted to make sure she's okay, she's absolutely fine. Um, she just had a bunch of uh, family stuff to deal with, and she will be back with us, I assume, uh, on Monday. But if that changes, we'll let you know. Yes, of course. In the meantime, in between time, Thank you for joining us today. Now, let's get right to the three things you need to hear to get about your day. We call them the three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, you guys. Um, I just wanted to play this because I really love the topic of the story. It has to do with Peeps, my favorite Easter candy. Carry on, carry on. Yes, Bradley. I'm feeling the judgment now. I feel like I probably should have kept my mouth shut earlier because I've created some tension. Bradley. However, uh, that lovable marshmallow snack that, okay, a lot of people don't like, but I do... (laughs) Um, for those of you who, who love Peeps, you might be very excited about this contest. Have a listen. I can't tell you how many people show up every year to come for a factory tour and we don't offer a tour to the general public. For every $5 donation that you make to the United Way of the Greater Lehigh Valley, you win a chance you know, to win the VIP factory tour. Everybody knows and loves Peeps, but no one ever gets a chance to taste it nice and warm off the line and it's just pretty amazing. We have four marshmallow belts that are kicking out marshmallow chicks and bunnies for this coming Easter. Ooh, yes. exciting. More marshmallow bunnies off the belt. The only way that I would want to go on this tour is if at the end of those conveyor belts, you were able to open your mouth and allow the peeps to enter inside <laughs> of it. Well, well, do you like peeps? No. But Sonny? I just want the experience. Yeah. I love them so oh, much. Okay, good. Ew, when you guys I was are, younger, ugh. but I, I'm, I'm traumatized. I ate way too many. Okay, peeps. okay so you've, you've moved past your so pe- I don't, love yeah, for peeps, right? So I understand you liking them. It's just when I think of it, I just think oh, of oh god. And I will tell you, if you haven't had a peep lately, they've got these new, this new generation of peeps where they've got like candy corn flavored oh. peeps. <laughs> they are so good, and like, um, so they'll take a uh, a uh, peep chick and they will dip it. In like a candy corn flavored okay. coating or a chocolate flavored coating. No. Or like a what? You calm down. No, I 
They're per- so oh. good. And then if you do the thing that you're supposed to do, which is leave them out for a while so that they get a little, a little hard crunchy. on the outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They get real chewy. I just marvel at the fact that Peeps doesn't normally uh, let people in to see how they're made. I feel like this is a factory tour. Like what kid... I mean, okay, they have to like peeps, but what kid wouldn't love, an adult for that matter, love to see how the iconic peep is made? Like, mm. don't you want to see all of your favorite candy <laughs> treats? You think that's the noise that it makes? Yeah, that's the squirt. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's part Donald it's like Duck. Donald Duck farts. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, hey, you could tell that story to your kids that peeps are just sparkly Donald Duck farts. <laughs> well, okay. That kind of changes the whole impression people will have. Instead of peeps, perhaps. Poops. Peeps. <laughs> Okay, so from door number two. Yes, let's move on. <laughs> they're like, I am done talking about peeps. Fine, whatever. Uh, anyway, there is a there is a uh, sweepstakes that you can um, enter in order to get that peeps tour. And the money goes to charity, yeah. like they said in the clip. So it's all good. I understand your fascination, Bradley. I see it. And I honor it. But we're moving on to the second thing that we think you need to hear to be in the know today during the three at twelve oh three. And it's something that everyone has heard. I'm sure everyone has heard the following song we have to play for you. And you're welcome already. It's Baby Shark. God, I feel bad. Don't feel bad. Just Let's embrace now it. put this into everybody's head for the day. Baby Shark. Mommy Shark. Mommy Shark. Mommy Shark. Mommy Shark. Everybody. Daddy why are we playing this song? The reason that we're playing Baby Shark Bradley is because it's on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It's in oh the top God. 40. It's catchy. It is catchy. That's right. So Baby Shark charted at number 32 for the week ending in January 12th. 20.8 million streams in the last week. Already 2 billion plus YouTube views. So this song is a couple of years old already, but a couple of viral sensations, viral challenges have caused Baby Shark to rocket to the top 40 including the Baby Shark Challenge. This thing is a sensation. It's a virus. It, sure, it, it is like the the musical equivalent of what, what you know. Uh, the, the Gangnam Style? Gangnam Style. Okay. It, it is a virus. You start singing Baby Shark and Shark in the Hallway. I did that earlier today. Oh, when and I, you'll hear everybody else start singing it. Yeah. yeah. I worked with kids for about 20 years, and when I saw Baby Shark, I thought it was Baby Shark, do 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 I'm talking about the old baby shark. So oh, there was an be, old baby shark? Yeah, man. If Listen, anybody that used to work with the kids know what I'm talking about. Okay, yes, I'm, and the kids love that song too, right? <laughs> That's what I thought this was. Yes. And I was like, this is, why is this popular? But this is totally different. Oh and God, it is, I it is very don't catchy. I work with children and try to avoid them most days. So now, uh, I, now I there's something else I need to avoid that song. Because I remember the first time I heard it, I think it was our social media director, Hannah, who would constantly just come in the prep room and be like, baby, and I'm like, oh my God, make it stop. But then it gets kind of catchy. I heard it at a wedding. They literally played it at a wedding, really? uh, the wedding reception. Yeah, because the kids love yeah, it. Yeah, and They're all the kids got on the dance it. floor. I mean, and now, then the mommies and it, the daddies and aw, the grandparents. And then, and, then the, the, and then the sharks try to eat the school of fish. And then it gets a little dark towards the end. We didn't Is play that part. Is there a gay part. uncle shark? There could be. Or lesbian aunt shark. Gay uncle shark. There you go. Gay uncle shark. Gay uncle shark. Gay uncle shark. 
(laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So the version that we heard was from uh, the South Korean company Pinkfong and their version of Baby Shark. Again, two plus billion views on YouTube. It's number 32 on the Hot 100 chart. It's a sensation. My nephews are obsessed with this. They bop around. Start singing it in your office. You will become the worst person in your office as a result of doing that. So, (laughs) you know, you're welcome. Again, moving on. Sorry. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, so a British college student, a lady, a feminist, has started something called, wait for it, January. That's a month for women to stop shaving and grow all that luscious body hair. Mm-mm. It's so uh, women apparently can change social norms, help raise money for charities that promote promote a healthy body image. All great things. And of course, men have... Movember, right? Yay! I want you to hear this uh, British feminist on Good Morning Britain describe January. If young women are growing up and every woman they see is completely wax-shaved, plucked within an inch of her life, then what happens? They turn... 10, 11, 12, 13, mm. they grow a few body hairs and they think there's something wrong with them. No, they no, think it's no. disgusting. I disagree. And I just when feel I first... really strongly we have to send a message to young people that says... What is the, the message way you're, you're sending? The way your body is naturally is absolutely fine. Thanks for that's the message. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I that's will fair. say that is fair. You know, you, your first reaction, and I'm sure this is where Piers Morgan was going on um, Good Morning Britain in that clip, is that, you know, people's first reaction is like, no, shave that body hair, you scary <laughs> under hair, underarm lady parts, right? Because right. that's just what everybody, quote unquote, everybody does. Yes. But then you think about it and you're like, well, that is normal. So yeah. you should have the understanding that that's normal. Now, whether you choose to do something about it is a personal right. choice about right. grooming, but... Right. Right? Like, I occasionally trim my underarm hair because it gets a little unwieldy. You keep it tidy so you don't yeah. have tufts. It's not like you're trying to arm wrestle a, a gnome take, underneath your armpits. I, I do take her point with the the fact that, like, when a young girl gets body hair for the first time, she's going to be like, oh, God, what is <laughs> right. this? Because, honestly, like, you look at women in popular culture, they have no body hair. And that is yes. uniquely different in the last maybe 20 years, I, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, somebody pointed out when I was little that I had armpit hair when I was at the Dairy Queen one day. And then I went and shaved it yeah. because it was perceived as being gross and being bad. It was like, ah, that being said, shaving is totally a personal preference. Do you like yeah. the way that your legs feel when you shave them? Do you like them when they feel hairy? You know, it's totally up to you. And I like the fact that there are choices now in aesthetics and hopefully we can continue to grow that emotion. It should be on both sides. Yeah. On both sides of the The hair should be on both sides? Yeah, yeah, it should be. But (laughs) (laughs) if you you like it free and easy, then go for it. If you you liked it tufty, then go for it. I will say, I just think unwieldy body hair in general is, you know, can be distracting. But at the same time, there's a lot of things about other people that can be distracting. And who am I to determine what what people people carry themselves through the universe with? I just don't want young girls missing out on the beauty of a Brazilian. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, listen. Oh, I no, feel like there's a lot going no, ha- on in no, that statement. Hair, hair, listen, it's not. Look, look. <laughs> the smoothness. I feel like you're gliding on air after you're done. Can I ask they you should though? Be able, they should be able, listen, there's some, there are some benefits to certain body hair removal. Yes. I, so I, and I understand what she's saying. I, we, as women, I feel like it's our responsibility to let the next generation know, hey, some hair, it's like get rid of it if it's, it's, if it's uncomfortable for you. Yeah, but a personal question as far as the smoothness of a Brazilian, mm-hmm. you feel smooth, I feel drafty. <laughs> That's fair. And, 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 yeah, as as a person who is adamantly <laughs> opposed to that kind of grooming, 
You just feel a breeze go by. Don't we need a breeze every now and again? I will say on behalf of of men, which is not the topic of this particular conversation, so I should probably just shut my mouth. But but when it comes to body hair on men, most men overestimate. I feel like, okay, so everybody was like, ladies got to be, you know, bald everywhere, smooth and bald. Right. Which requires, you know, taking hair down to like the skin level. Right. So a shit, you know, a razor, whatever, Brazilian wax. Whereas when men try to do that, like, I just want to be like, you guys, okay, maybe just clipper to the shortest setting mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get like weird ingrown hairs. Yes. You, you know, you're you going to scratch in places yes. where you, you don't want to take your scratch. own body into account. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. I think that's the biggest part of the story here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like men shave their chests and then you're like, well, okay. You have a hairy back or you have really hairy legs. All of a sudden, you've got no hair on your chest. <laughs> that looks a little weird. Maybe, so maybe you just do, clipper. Do some topiary skills. Yeah. That would be just, nice. You know, perspective, you guys. Yeah. Okay. This you been, do you. This has mm. been January chat <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show. When we come back, we're all getting Brazilians and Sonny's ah! doing a dirt alert right Yay. here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Welcome back to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back with us shortly. And in the meantime, in between time, we got Holly Roberts here. And with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our good friend Sonny. Hey, Sonny. Hello. So I have two main stories uh, for the Dirt Alert today. And it basically, um, I've come to the conclusion that we need to have a deep penetrating talk about love oh, oh wow wow <laughs> yes. she wants we to do. get real serious yes all right so where are we going first so the, we're going to netflix first there is a series that has was released on december 26th um it aired on lifetime at first but uh, it, uh netflix picked it up and that's why the surge in viewership has gone up and people are talking about it and it's a creeper Ooh, like true crime creeper no. or like i mean it could definitely could be true crime creeper. Okay. it makes you uncomfortable like you're falling in love with a let me just read a description okay what would you do for love for a brilliant male bookstore manager who crosses paths with an inspiring female writer this question is put to the test a charming yet awkward crush becomes something even more sinister when the writer becomes the manager's obsession mm-hmm. using social media and the internet he uses every tool at his disposal to become close to her even going as far as removing any obstacle, including people that stands in his way of getting to her. Oh, it's creepy. It's going to make you feel really uncomfortable. I'm excited. I, so this is already available? <laughs> yes. The name of the series is called You. Just and, Y-O-U? Yes, Y-O-U. And the main guy is Joel, Joel Goldberg. He's the main character, and he's the bookstore manager. And he, his love interest, who he's obsessed with, is Guinevere Beck. She is an aspiring writer, and he uh, works in the bookstore, and that's how they meet. And as soon as he meets her, he literally starts stalking her from day one. Oh, okay. well, that sounds creepy. You know, Sonny, I think that we have a couple people. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. People here at my talk who are pretty obsessed with this show. Yes. So is it making headlines because now people are literally obsessed with this show and it's creeping yes. them out? Yes, it is. And, 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 and it really, for one, it makes me realize that viewership is changing because... It's funny that Lifetime had it first, and I guess people didn't pay attention to it, but that Netflix picked it up. And I think with everybody watching Bird Box, I think they did a really good job at picking it up. But um, also, this movie is based on a book by Carolyn Kepnes. It's the same name, You. Okay. All right. Yeah, I yeah. will say, with most good series, you know, they they usually come from a great idea in a book. I don't um, know. I don't know how you guys do spoiler alerts on Colleen and Bradley. What's the we thing? say spoiler alert. We, yeah. Or you know, are you trying? Don't spoil. Well, don't nothing. spoil anything, Sonny. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. You know, you bring up a point where viewership is changing and the way mm-hmm. that we consume television is changing and mm-hmm. even the way that we talk about TV is changing. Mm-hmm. In as much as people watch TV. On their own time. So then it's like, then you have to find those who have already watched the show and you need to find your safe group. In well, order to I have feel these like you don't give spoilers generally for something like this, yeah. even if. Because um, I don't want to. It's really good. I'm t- I'm, have you started it? I've seen the whole thing, baby. Oh, you I'm have. done. How okay. many episodes? Uh, I think there's 10 episodes. Okay. And what did you, like, what was your feeling walking away from it? Like, holy crap, I need more. Or, holy crap, I can't believe what I just watched. What was your, like, gut reaction? I really enjoyed it. It was, it's, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. So what was the thing that was it the characters, the storyline, just the way it was? I think the way that they wrote it and the way that they presented it, it's like you find yourself relating to a psychopath. It's kind of scary. Nice. Oh, okay. All right. Empathizing with a psychopath. If you want a series like that. Excuse me. Hold on. Let me be careful. Not, (laughs) Not relating, but empathizing. For yeah. the psychopath, yeah, 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 not yeah. relating, not because yeah, yeah. no, I'm not that. Like, some of that stuff even though wasn't relatable. Or maybe you yeah, feel they, We're gonna watch a show. And be like, um, you guys might want to check on Sonny. She's, I'm a little <laughs> concerned about her. <laughs> There's a wonderful show on Netflix still, I think, called Doctor. Oh, what is her? Oh, Doctor TV show Netflix. There's a wonderful series. It's a British series, mm-hmm. Doctor Foster. Okay. There's two seasons now, I mm-hmm. think. Um, I have not watched the second season yet. But the first season of Dr. Foster is, let's see, it's got to be like, how many episodes? Five episodes. What's it about? Like completely bingeable within a weekend. Mm -hmm. So it follows this woman. Holly, I don't know if you remember me telling you about this. You probably did at one point. Yeah. It it premiered in um, uh, 2015. I don't, it's been a couple years since I watched it, probably 2016 Mm -hmm. when I watched it on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It follows this uh character Gemma Foster mm-hmm. a, she's a doctor and um one day she finds out essentially her husband's cheating on her mm. and it's sort of a story about like what length she will go and it's one of those stories where you're like oh my god she's doing all the things that I totally would do mm. but would never admit that I would do mm-hmm. so she's and living out your fantasy she's totally <laughs> living out everybody who's been scorned's fantasy mm-hmm. the fantasy within the first maybe 90 minutes of realizing your your mm-hmm. loved one has cheated on you mm-hmm. not necessarily after you've talked to your therapist and your family mm-hmm. do you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. yes. it's very dramatic and you're like oh my god Dr. she's Foster. doing what okay I'm and then there's um that. there's a second season which i haven't watched yet but it it kind of has that same flavor of like i empathize with this totally irrational human being so do you yes. feel like watching these series there's cathartic moments where you can 
let out those emotions by watching these psychopaths on your TV. You will. Well, yeah, isn't you that will. why we watch TV? <laughs> yes, honestly, yes. like that's why we love. <laughs> Listening to podcasts now about serial killers. Right. They made it so difficult because he's a good looking guy. He's got the jawbone. He's got, I mean, he's a good looking. He seems like he's just this simple, all, you know, he's played by kind of guy. Penn Badgley, right? Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. Gossip Girl. Yeah, man. They just, they suck you in. All right, again, so that's uh, the, the latest that crime drama you. called You, you yes. on Netflix. And then the last thing before we go, there is a movie called Lorena, and it is about the infamous 1990s mm-hmm. uh, Lorena mm-hmm. Bobbitt scandal. And the biggest part to me on that is that Jordan Peele is executive producer. Uh, producing that that that's a good sign to me right because he knows how to tell a story (laughs) yes yes Yes. well and like uh, some of the series that we've had in the past couple of years definitely a revisionist take on something that was sensational in the 1990s you know Lorena Bobbitt obviously that's just kind of become a joke for the crimes that she committed which Mm -hmm. was she severed off her husband's member and threw it out the window I mean Mm -hmm. there's ready-made jokes there but perhaps we're going to be seeing a perspective on this story that will uh, get shed new light Light on exactly what led up to that moment. But that's this this story about it's how they explain it. It's like it started out as a love story. Yeah, and that was my point from the beginning of the Dirt Alert. We need to have a deep discussion about love with La- this yeah, Lorena. Bob- yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> if, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> this is true. These are both stories because one of them obviously is based on a true story. I'm a concern that you might be based on a true story. It's really creepy, um, but it really makes you ask the question: How far are willing are people willing to go for love? It's kind of scary. Really, pretty far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank God, because otherwise yeah. we wouldn't have great things to watch on. Netflix. Yay, we're entertained. <laughs> Where is the Jordan Peele series going to show up? Uh, it is going to be on Amazon Prime. Okay, cool. So I got to keep my Amazon Prime, which is no problem because I'm buying. Do you like your Amazon Amazon Prime? Oh my God. Okay, okay. I've I've declined it twice. Every penny. Do you order stuff online? I do order stuff online. Yeah, Yeah. then you need to. Done and done. done done. There's like a half dozen other reasons why it's a Uh valuable resource. Anyway, all right. Thank you, Sonny. When we come back. Here on My Talk 1071, 30 seconds, five questions, you could win a prize. We need someone for the 30 second pop culture challenge. Give us a call, 651 641 1071. Hey guys, welcome back to the Callie and Bradley show. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts. Donna Valentine has joined us for uh, a segment coming up in a few moments. And of course, Sonny running the board. Let's get right to the fun. It's time for. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize, but only right here at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's that 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Sonny? We have Stephanie on the phone. Stephanie's on the line. Holly, what is Stephanie playing for? Stephanie, you're playing for a pair of run of, enga- <laughs> run of engagement <laughs> movie passes to see Mary, Queen of Scots. It's starring Saoirse Ronan and Margot Robbie. Saoirse Ronan. That's right. In theaters right now, Stephanie. Hi. You ready to play? Yes, indeed. All right. Let's do this. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Tony and Carmella are characters in what TV series? This is Us. No. I pass. What was the first feature-length film from Pixar Studios? Uh, Toy Story. Which athlete is behind the Air Jordan sneaker? Michael Jordan. Who directed the original Jurassic Park? Steven Spielberg. Celeb trainer Jillian Michaels used to co-host what reality competition series? Oh, Biggest Loser. Tony and Carmela are characters from what series? They're Italian. They're Italian. Oh, shit. 
Stephanie. Oh, that's all right, Stephanie. You can try again tomorrow. So, uh, thank you, Stephanie. Have a wonderful day. Thank May you. all good things come to you, even if you don't get the actual <laughs> mm-hmm. prize. Yeah. Well, you know. Tony and Carmela, I tried to give her as much of a big fat hint as I could. Tony and Carmela are characters in what TV series, Holly? The Sopranos. Mm. The Sopranos. Which is celebrating its 20th Which anniversary I today. I believe it. <gasps> I've Bradley, Brad, you would love it. It's I know. Excellent, I have huge blind show. spots from television, you guys. It's a shame, and I should not really admit these things out loud. I have right. blind spots from uh, '90s movies. Do you so, really? Yes. So things that a lot of people saw, like I didn't see all the Austin. Powers Were you movies. like me? Were you drunk in a hot mess? I, I you don't have to speak about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, the silence that That's my excuse. <laughs> I was discovering myself and getting drunk. Yay. Those are my favorites. Please tell me, Sonny, you've at least seen Jurassic Park. I saw Jurassic Park. Okay, okay thank good. you. All right. All right. Okay, you're good. Now, <laughs> before we delve too deep into our own personal stories, let's uh, welcome a drunk and a mess in her own right, Donna Valentine. <laughs> hey, man. Let's play some Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. You're not a drunk mess. Donna. Thank you. <laughs> not at the moment. I've had my moments. Uh, right now, Donna, you are a beautiful, Aww. sober, lovely participant Thank in our you. blind item game. Yes, I am. At the moment. Let's think about an A-list singer slash A-list actress. The subject of our first blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net. All week long, this A-list singer slash A-list actress had told everyone she was going to party all night long Sunday. Then... She lost, so she wanted nothing to do with anyone. So don't believe her story that it was her plan all along. Hmm. <sighs> Jennifer Lopez? What? what? What was she nominated for? Are you being <laughs> no. intentionally right, no. difficult no, right now? No. no. Um, There's one well, person it can be. Can you read it again? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can, <laughs> That's Donna. I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll read it for you again. All week long, this A-list singer slash A-minus-list actress had told everyone she was going to party all night long on Sunday. Then she lost, so she wanted nothing to do with anyone. So don't believe her story. That okay. it was her plan all along. All right, Doi Gaga. Thank you. Sorry, it took me a second. Gaga. Ding. Ding. Because Lady Gaga shared a photo of herself a couple of days ago. Oh, there where we go. Thank she you, was hanging out in bed with a bowl of fruity pebbles yeah, and I her golden globe. That was the weirdest thing ever. Like she, she, you, you got to give her credit because she does that like sow's person or no, what is it? Sow's ear into a silk, silk purse into a set. You know what I'm saying? She turns crap into not crap. She sprints crap into gold. How about yeah, that? Like, she makes like, lemonade so she out of lemons. Loses, right? Yeah. And everybody kind of thought she was the odds-on favorite. Or I shouldn't say that. She was the odds-on favorite to win. She didn't win. And so and then she's in. there's a photo of her in bed with the Fruity Pebbles. And I just thought, of course, she's going to sort of stage manage like her reaction the storyline yes. following the mm-hmm. the loss which god bless her she's not the first celebrity to do it it just it always seems so overly theatrical like well, here i am her. closing my eyes cl- clutching a box of fruity pebbles yeah because you know what you do when it's you're annoying. closing your eyes and clutching a box of fruity pebbles you're spilling the bowl over yourself and then you got milk everywhere and then also, you're sticky and you stink also like like you really are gonna get a like a bowl you know like a cute little bowl like i'm sorry if if I wanted to eat my feelings after losing uh, the Golden Globes, I I would have photographed like a big, you know, buffet, buffet or like a gi- giant, de- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she is kind of pebbles. annoying in that way, isn't she? Though, me, am I lying? Yeah, no, no, very talented. No? Like her music, 
think she's it's cool. a love hate. People always get on my case for not liking her, and I'm like, well, it's not that I don't like her. I actually think she's incredibly talented. Absolutely, it's just, she's that friend of yours who, like, when she has a cold, she has <laughs> the, the uh, worst I cold am going that to anyone has ever had. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on from that. (laughs) Excuse you, Bradley. Cover your mouth. It's germ season. Yeah, drama queen. Mm -hmm. Not that I would know anything about that. Let's think about a former tweener turned A-list adult singer and her significant other, the subjects of this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. The significant other of this former tweener turned A-list adult singer may or may not be clean, But he did recently steal several thousand dollars from a former business partner. Now, think about the former tweener turned A-list adult singer. And the significant other's name will tell it to you because it might be hard to figure out. Mm. Oh, so it's not Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. It is not Justin Bieber, Haley Baldwin. Although they're married, so they wouldn't be significant other. So it's not Miley Cyrus and uh, what's his No, because they're married. No, No, he's still a significant other. Yeah, but I mean, tweener turned a list adult singer, a minus list adult singer, so. a minus list male adult. Singer. No, she's female. She's a female. It's a she, but her what, significant what other, her significant other, stole some money. Oh, yes. so the oh, yeah. Is, oh. is it Christina Aguilera? No, it okay. is not. Okay, so let's think of tweeners. Tweeners, tweeners. turned. Is it Demi Lovato? Yes. Oh. Henry Levy is the name of her significant other. That's the guy with what? the bleach blonde hair that she's been photographed he with around town. He is such a creepy looking dude. Have you yes. seen him? I was happy for her last week. Uh, well, you should, Sonny. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Can I just tell you something? Sonny, you, like, we all know better than this. Oh, when somebody God. gets sober and then they start dating somebody five seconds later, that ain't going to end well. I know. Like, I, I, just... I want all the best for her, but, like, I, I will tell you, the first thing they tell you is... No new relationships, yeah. no new jobs, yeah. no new nothing Focus for like yourself. at least a year. Mm-hmm. Focus on yourself. Dang, man. Oh. All right, read the blind <laughs> Let me fill in the blank for okay. you. Henry Levy, the boyfriend of Demi Lovato, may or may not be clean, but he did recently steal several thousand dollars from a former business partner. Now, let me read you some headlines from today. Demi Lovato's boyfriend accused of fraud in another boss from hell lawsuit. So... Oh no. He has a bad reputation and like Bradley's He's also got bad hair. Oh woof, yeah. It's not looking good. <laughs> like you just look at him and you're like, I don't trust that guy. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh man. I know. I oh. concur. <laughs> we got time for one more. Yeah, we sure do. Let's think about an A-list mogul slash wannabe rapper Mm. and the death of someone close to the rapper. So two people to think about in this confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning that the identities of the subjects of this blind item have been confirmed and published on crazydaysandnights.net. Here we go. This family including the A-list mogul slash wannabe rapper, are trying to make sure some information about the death of someone close to the rapper omits a few lines they don't think are really relevant. They are pushing hard because, if included, it would lead to a lot of questions. Puff Daddy. Give yourself a ding, Sonny. Yes! Wow, she had that one Sonny! right out of the gate. I was like, I have no clue. <laughs> well, I when don't she know. said mogul, yes. that's kind of where... No, nah, wannabe rapper yeah. is what got, was what nah. gave it away. <laughs> oh, bad boy for life. All right, so re- read the blind trying. item, and then, I w- and then I want us to break this down, because I need to have my lines filled in. Okay, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Sean Combs. They're trying to make sure some information about the death of Kim Porter mm-hmm. omits oh. a few lines they don't think are really relevant. 
Uh, Sean Combs is pushing hard because if included, it would lead to a lot of questions. This ain't the first time this happened with Puff Daddy. You're right, what Sonny. Do you mean? We we still we still think he has something to do with Biggie's death. Yeah. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then for him and then for him to be doing this with her. Mm-mm. Wait, so you're saying that he's like might be responsible. We don't know. Nobody knows, but everybody suspects. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Did him back when Notorious B.I.G. got killed. Everybody oh. said it was him because he wanted to take the spotlight. And after he died, that's when he came into the spotlight. And to find out he's doing this now... That's scary. And That's to think suspect. that you don't have your tinfoil hat on thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate oh. all tinfoil hat wearers on My the My tinfoil hat show. has sprinkles on it, too. Great. Oh, nice. I like that. I didn't Extra know that was an option. Zesty, I know, Did you have right? any clue, Donna? Um, no, I don't really know what this means. <laughs> okay, but you, know what, but you know what? Neither do we. Neither exactly. Do we. So Kim Porter, the ex Excellent. of Sean Combs. Well, they we were talked never about really like when, yes. when she died unexpectedly. Yeah, she died unexpectedly. She was in her late forties, found dead in her home. Uh, not really necessarily a satisfying reason on why she passed away. Medical reasons, what not have you? Okay. But what this is saying is that perhaps there was some foul play involved in Kim. Porter's death mm. and Sean Combs wants to make sure that any kind of uh, suggestion of foul play is omitted from Kim Porter's death report or any th- kind of subsequent Got investigation. It. Anything that could lead people okay. to sort Got of further it. speculate. And, that. and that's why I brought up the last situation right. with Biggie because that's we were, we have questions on mysterious. There as well. Okay, yes. I didn't realize she was found dead. I thought. I didn't realize it was. I just thought she died. She was not found dead. Well, I mean, what's no, the I didn't realize okay. well, it she was. was like, she passed surprising. away. It was a oh. surprising death that no one was really expecting that she would pass away. Mm-hmm. She so. wasn't sick or anything. Well, I thought it, they said she was sick. She was sick, but again, that doesn't mean yeah. we, we got a yeah, lot of questions. Yeah, that might be an opportunity for somebody to be like. <laughs> Mm. Wow. Just push off that. Man, real dark. You know? I mean, I've seen movies, is all I'm saying. I've listened to podcasts Mm. several recently, which Mm -hmm. will make you second guess everyone in your life. As seen on TV, Donna. Okay, well, on that uplifting note. (laughs) Hey, Donna, thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm glad I could help. No, you totally, you totally helped, Donna. It was amazing. Sonny, thank you for the last one because that we would never have gotten it. Now, when we come back, you guys, okay. Uh, do we need a host at the Oscars? Do we not need a host? Donna, what do you think? I don't like the idea of no host. Okay. Um, we've both got thoughts. That is Holly and myself. I'm sure the rest of you will have thoughts as well. We're going to kick off a conversation that will extend throughout the show today. Whether or not it's a good idea to have a hostless Oscars. Right here on My Talk 1071. Host. Everything.
or no hosts? On the Oscars, we've got hosts here on the Colleen and Bradley show, and we will for the foreseeable future. Colleen, by the way, will be back, um, if not Monday, I would say relatively soon. Thank you for listening to us, though. In the meantime, in between time, I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts, Sonny over at the board. We are debating the question. We're going to, well, at least we're going to talk about the question that a lot of people have been uh, debating over the last week, and that's whether or not to have a host at the Oscars. Uh, we're going to Ask for your opinion, of course. At any point you want to jump in the conversation, you can call us at 651-641-1071. You can also send us tweets, emails, etc. But, Holly, uh, this is a question we're talking about today for a somewhat specific reason. Yeah, because yesterday, sources close to Variety said that the Oscars are going to move ahead hostless. This, after all the drama with Kevin Hart, the Academy allegedly, supposedly, rumor has it that they've just decided to move forward without anyone hosting. And so that is going to be the case. Now, the Academy hasn't confirmed publicly whether or not this is going to be the case. However, uh, Variety reporting that individuals with knowledge of the plans are giving some inside information. And they're also saying saying that if this show goes without a host, producers are moving forward with a broadcast that will focus on starry skits and that maybe they'll play up the high-profile year in music thanks to nominees, perhaps like Lady Gaga, Dolly Parton, and Kendrick Lamar. Now, interestingly enough, they mention all three names specifically. The Academy Award nominations haven't been announced. However, look for those three names to be nominated. A little inside information. That was interesting. But it seems that... You know what? If Kevin Hart's not going to host and nobody else seems to want to come forward and host this thing, that the Oscars are just going to move forward just haphazardly without anyone at the helm officially. It's interesting that nobody wants to host. Yeah, I don't know that it's nobody wants to host. It's that nobody wants to put their name out there at this point, right? Because that... It's, I don't, so, well, it's so close to the date, and, too. And yeah. inside, a lot of people talking inside baseball saying that hosting the Oscars is a really thankless job. For the amount of work that you put into hosting the Oscars, you don't get paid a lot. Yeah, you get a lot of scorn, essentially, yeah, yeah. right? Because everybody on social media is going to go, I don't like the way she looked at me. Well, right, and Whoopi Goldberg touched <laughs> or on back that back in point. 1979. <laughs> you know, I mean, there yeah. are a lot of uh, pitfalls, potential pitfalls yeah. for anyone who is so bold as to come forward although i okay let's just you uh you know and feel free to join the conversation but holly i'm very curious what you tend to think is it a good idea to have a hostless oscars yeah but we're present good idea bad idea i think that this is okay bradley it's 2019 let's go hostless because we need to figure out how to make award shows relevant in 2019 and we were talking about this earlier in the week with the golden globes andy sandberg sandra o oh hosting and how we felt it was a little fat guy and a little coke kind of thing where it was just they were trying to retrofit themselves into an entertainment format that didn't best suit their talents so let's try to figure it out and if we don't have a host then maybe this is the year maybe it's a little awkward maybe we're trying to figure out where we're going but ultimately, it might be refreshing to rethink the idea of what an award show could be. I think didn't, it's didn't one of you guys just say that on Twitter about how we needed to refresh how they do award shows or something like that? Maybe I, think I might have saw that. I saw somebody maybe I know I we've talked about this. Colleen and I certainly have talked about mm-hmm. this. And Holly, I know you've got opinions um, and have shared them as well. That uh, I certainly think it's time to rethink the way we do awards shows. Period. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. a legitimate criticism. Mm-hmm. 
this just seems like they're, you know, like, well, the whole Kevin Hart thing blew up, so we're not having anybody. (laughs) And it just seems like, well, that's a weird, I don't know, that's a weird approach. That has more, I think, to do with the time than Mm -hmm. the, like, or I should say that's a short-term thing versus a long-term thing. Long-term? They should should have a team of hosts. So if something happens with one of them, you still got some other people. (laughs) It's like a baseball team. Yeah, like like a backup. You struck out. Next. Now we have the junior varsity team, too. Taking over. So I think that it's actually a good idea that the, ho- All right, the Holly, Oscars are going hostless. Holly thinks it's a good idea. Let's go to the phones. Tina's on the line. And uh, Tina, Tina, what do you think about having a hostless Oscars? I'm so glad you guys are talking about this. I've been wanting to share my opinion with someone. Good. We're here. You called the right <laughs> yes. place. So this is what they need to do. They need to have two mic stands. And when the, the no host issue is fine. It makes things, it'll make things go a lot faster. The stars know they have X amount of time to give their speech. And so when they go over, you just black them out. You go to the other mic. They cannot get mad because they they are fully aware of how much time they have. And that is what social media is for. If you want to go on a 10-minute speech about how you want to thank your babysitter from kindergarten, (laughs) that is the place to do it. But I think this is, I, I love this idea. All right, right. so Tina is all in. Thank you, Tina, for that. So Tina's for no host. I'm for no host. What about you, Bradley? What do you think? I I just want to sort of uh, finish the conversation about what Tina suggested because I love the idea that sort of like Hunger Games style, you're going to have like two microphones. One will be lit. One is not. (laughs) When your time goes off, eh, blackout, can't see nothing, don't hear nothing. So you've got like, you know, Glenn Close just sitting there in the dark like, oh, okay. Well, we might as well have a trap door if we're just going to Exactly, like, right? You know, like da, 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 like da, da, Ellen's da, da, Game of bar. Games or whatever. Just open up a trap door and, you know, drop them onto a big foam pad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Throw custard pie in their face, maybe. So I'm not sure that's a great idea because I know you think you tell people you've only got 30 seconds or three minutes. They're going to listen. They're yeah. actors. Mm-hmm. They're not going to listen. I will say that the Academy has tried to resolve the issue of long speeches before. Do you remember a couple years ago when they would run a little ticker at the bottom of the yeah, screen? Yeah, how'd that do? Yeah, not really right? well. So they're trying okay. to figure it out. I just think, honestly, it's a bad idea. Here's why. Hmm. Because in the 40-some, is it 40-some years, 50-some years? How many years have we been doing Oscars? 50-some, like, 60. N- 90. Whoa. Oh my God! Ninety <laughs> years? Oh, it was the Academy or the Golden Globes that had forty-five years. No, longer than that. I swear it said forty. Find out, please. I need numbers because I sound like an idiot. Um, my point is that in the history, <laughs> your music is coming. No, I know. <laughs> wrap it up. Oh God, wrap it up. No, you will turn off my music. No, in the history of the the uh, ceremony, they've done it once without a host. Yeah. Mm. Don't think you are going to recreate something in one year that hasn't been able to be done for decades. Right. Now, if we do want to have that conversation about a host, let's have the conversation about who that host will be. And that's what we're going to do when we come back right here on my talk. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood 
one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.